Snippets is sponsored in the Schuss of Rafur Shlomo for Adobas Al-Tachai. We continue to uh, make our way through the paragraph of Hodu, as we've explained. This paragraph has one version in Tehillim. We employ the version from Divrei Ayamim. David Melech composed it when he brought the Oran to Yerushalayim, and it was recited concurrent with the offering of the Talmud Shoshachar. And the theme that we've been seeing all along is the notion of the unique and special relationship that the Jewish people have with the Almighty, the birth of our people, the promise, the pledge, the covenant Hashem made to us. We last left off, we referenced the Asher Karasas Avraham. There was a Krisas Bris, a covenant that was made with Avram, Ushvua Soli Yitzchak. And we mentioned as well, there was an oath. We don't have actually evidence of an oath to Yitzchak, but an oath about Yitzchak, about the continuity of our people. And the next Pasuk, now that we have recognized the special relationship of Hashem with Avram and with Yitzchak, Vayamidel Yaakov Lechok, Yisrael Brisolam. This Pasuk employs both names, Yaakov and Yisrael. For Yaakov, what Hashem gave us, the Torah, this Davar Tziva Le'elavdor, the Davar, the Dibros, the Aser Sadvarim. For Yaakov, the Torah is a Chok. For Yisrael, it's a Brisolam. Why are we mentioning both and what's the difference between them? So the Mephoshim point out that this promise that was given to Yaakov came when he left Beersheva, when he had the dream. But for Yaakov, it's referred to as a chok. Because while there's no question that Yaakov struggled in his life, after all, Bikesh Yaakov Leshed Beshalva, he struggled so much so that at one point he desperately, all he wanted was some peace and tranquility. There's no question Yaakov struggled. But ultimately, Yaakov did not endure 10 tests like Avram. Yaakov was not offered on the Akedah like Yitzchak. And though Yaakov is the Bechir Ha'avos, he's the pinnacle of our patriarchs, he didn't endure those challenges and those obstacles. So for Yaakov, it's a chok. The fact that it was bestowed and betrothed to him nonetheless is a chok. So when we are in the capacity of a Yaakov, Yaakov, heal, Ekev, when we are Yaakov, when we are unrealized in our potential, in our purpose, in our dream, when we just are together Yaakov, nevertheless having the gift and the covenant of Torah is a chok. But if we can achieve the level of the Yisrael, when we realize our purpose, our mission, our mandate, to repair, to transform the world, to enrich the world with Kvod Shemayim, to teach the world about Hashem and His Torah, then, if we realize our mission and our purpose as Yisrael, then it is bris olam. Then we tap into that everlasting covenant. It's not just a chok, it's not unexplainable, but it is a bris olam. So this is the second time in Hodu that we see the difference between being a Yaakov, Zera Yisrael Avdo, B'nai Yaakov Bechirav. If you're Bnei Yaakov, you're just Bechirov. But if you're Zara Yisrael, then you're Avdo. Here too, similarly, Yamidel Yaakov Lachok. When we are Yisrael, we are Bris Olam. And what is that Bris Olam? What is that covenant, the promise that Hashem made us? So the paragraph goes on and tells us. Lemor, this is what it is. Lecha eten Eretz Kenan, Chevel Nachalas Chem. Hashem made us a promise that He would give us Eretz Kenan, that He'd give us the whole land. Not a map with lines or boundaries or borders or different colors to mark different sections or lines. But the whole width and breadth of Eretz Yisrael, of Eretz Canaan, is the bris. That's the covenant. That's the promise. The land belongs to us. Lacha eten Eretz Canaan. And that land is chevel nachalaschem. That land is a portion of our inheritance. Nachalaschem. It's our, it's our inheritance. It's a land which is categorically different than any other land in the world. Only Israel has mitzvahs hatuluyos ba'aretz. Outside of Israel, the earth, the soil is profane, it's secular, it's mundane. Israel, the very earth, the very soil, produces mitzvos hatiluyos ba'aretz. The earth itself is a vehicle for the fulfillment of mitzvos. 
You walk Dalad Amos in Eretz Yisrael, if you walk six feet in Israel, you have fulfilled a mitzvah. It's a unique land. It's different than any other land. It's not just that Eretz Yisrael has significance for us because it's a place of refuge, but because it's the home of a political nation, our political nation. It's the land itself which is singular. It's the land itself which is considered to be unique. And though the land is so special, when we were but a few, very few, even though we had this promise, even when we were tiny in number and nobody believed in us and nobody saw a bright future, when we barely had a presence, the land was still ours. The land being ours is not dependent on our strength or our population or our might, but rather is the result of the promise Hashem made to us. So much so that even when we had the promise of the land, nevertheless we wandered from nation to nation, from one, from one mamlacha to another, were sovereign over us. He, uh, didn't leave us from the uh, persecution of anyone. Who is Ish Ashkam? This is Lavan. We'll read about him shortly in the Seder. Bikash Lavan But this is Lavan and Esav who wanted to hurt Yaakov, who wanted to destroy us. Who are the Malachim? The Malachim are Avimelech and Paro. Whether they were people who purported to be close to us or whether they were monarchs and kings, they were people of great power, but despite the promise and the covenant that was made to us, nevertheless built in was that we would struggle. This refers to this refers to the Avos, the Mishichai, the anointed one, are not just Kohanim and not just kings. Anointed one means the Avos, that they were designated to serve this great purpose. Uvinivei Altereu is the Neviim are the Imahos. So when we trace our lineage, the DNA that was placed inside of us is special and was made a promise and a pledge. And though there are people who try to aggravate, uh, nevertheless, the pledge and the promise come true. So this ends the first part. We said Hodu is broken up into three separate units, three separate parts. David authored it, composed it in three sections. And this is the first section. And the first section talks about that even when we're vulnerable, small in number, we have a promise, we have a bris. It was an oath to Yitzchak, it's a chok to Yaakov, but we descend, we are the progeny of those to whom this promise was made, and it's our mission. It's the Psuke de Zimra. So the first form of praise that we're offering Hashem is to understand the unique and singular relationship we have with Him and the responsibility that bears for us.